fear not Bruins fans for Patrice Bergeron is doing just fine. The captain scored four goals in last night's 5-1 win over the Detroit Red Wings. Going to talk about that on today's episode as well as be joined by Mayor Zilberberg for the latest This Week in Hockey. Let's get to it, shall we? Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Friday, November 5th, and I want to thank you for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, so if you're an Apple user or if you're an Android person like myself, subscribe on whatever podcast app you use, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Odyssey, Pocket Casts, Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you could also rate and review, that would be super appreciated, especially if you're an Apple user. Uh, If you're on Twitter, Instagram, you can find the podcast at ENC McLaren. Nope, at Locked NHL Bruins. You can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at ENC McLaren. Uh, I should mention the podcast is also on YouTube, so you can get a glimpse into my home on a daily basis. I hear the cat in the background, and uh, yeah, subscribe there as well. You can comment, like, we can get some conversations going there. Uh, Drop the odd post-game reaction as well. Speaking of post-game reactions, I popped up one last night on YouTube. Uh, Very thrilled with the result last night. The Bruins took care of the Detroit Red Wings by a score of five to one. And a lot has been made of the lack of power play success this season, as well as Patrice Bergeron's slow start. Both of those things uh, fell into place last night, prompted by, or perhaps preceded by Patrice Bergeron uh, working on his bumper position uh, earlier in the day. Uh, A lot of the Bruins took the option to not come out for the pregame skate, uh, but uh, Patrice Bergeron was one of those who came out, took to the ice for some extra work, and um, yeah, took some shots, parked from his familiar bumper position, taking feeds from assistant coach Joe Sacco in practice, burying one after another, And uh, it proved to be some good foreshadowing because that night Bergeron erupted for a franchise record tying four goals, first four goals of the season. Uh, Second time he's done that in his career, three on the power play from that exact spot. And then another at even strength to uh, give the Bruins the five, one win. The other goal came from Mike Riley, his first in black and gold. And that one uh, was scored shorthanded. Brad Marchand said he's worked on it a ton. That would be Bergeron quick release from the bumper position. He spends a lot of time before practice, after practice, getting in that spot. 
He spent years taking shots before and after practice, so it's been a long time in the making. Basically, he's put in his 10,000 hours uh, from the bumper position. Marshan calls him the most dangerous bumper guy in the league. Now, because of it, he worked tremendously hard, as he does at everything, and he worked himself into the best bumper player in the league. Got to give him a ton of credit there. He's a threat now, even five on five, because he's worked on it. The amount of goals he scored every year from finding that hole is very impressive. Now, everything that he did last night was impressive. It was his seventh career hat trick. Uh, and it was uh, the fifth time in Bruins history that a player has recorded a hat trick at 36 or older, joining Johnny Busick, Jean Rattel, Dick Clapper, and Dave Andrichuk. Uh, and he is the 12th oldest in league history to score four goals. It was also the second natural hat trick of his career. Marchand said the obvious. He's such a dominant player. He's had a lot of good looks earlier on. Sometimes they go in, sometimes they don't. Everything he touched last night went in. And when he gets on a roll, he really gets on a roll. Again, he entered the game without a goal through uh, his first seven, but now he sits in a tie for the team lead with Brad Marchand at four. And, uh, you know, as Bruce Cassidy said earlier this week, he wasn't very concerned about the captain and his production. Uh, too good of a player to keep down for that long. The whole line uh, is the same way. And it'll be nice to see David Pasternak uh, kind of break out uh, here sometime soon as well. Bergeron, for his part, said... It's one of those things where he's been in the league long enough to know that it's going to come back, the goal scoring. Uh, he also won 16 of 19 face-offs last night. He has the experience he can rely on. It's about making sure you don't force plays, don't try to think about the end result, but just going back to the details and begin to play the right way, put yourself in a good position. Obviously, you want to produce, but he's the kind of guy who obviously helps the team in many different areas. Um, he said, um, you know, sometimes you have to take a step back. His game is not just about scoring goals. You have to go back to what you want to do to help the team win, do those things and worry about details and the rest will fall in place. Um, so yeah, it was a, a perfect performance for the captain, pretty much, uh, really easing any concerns about, uh, his, longevity or you know his slow start to the season he's very much still the same guy and uh, there's really no reason to worry about Bergeron at all uh, Jeremy Swayman played well in net kind of rebounding from a poor uh, or a couple of losses uh, after winning the season opener uh, he wasn't tested very much but it was nice to see him get back in the win column uh, but again, the biggest story on the night was uh, Patrice Bergeron breaking through, getting that uh, those four goals, and he now, like I said, sits in a tie for the team lead in goals with uh, Brad Marchand, five points back of Marchand for the team lead, who now has 12 points through eight games. Really would like to see David Pasternak uh, get going a little bit. Uh, he leads the team with 33 shots on goal. That's 11 more than Bergeron and uh, Matt Grizzlick. Only the two goals to his credit. And uh, hopefully he starts to break out as early as Saturday night 
against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, we'll talk about that game and some other stuff here in a moment as I'm joined by Mayor Zilberberg for this week in hockey. Uh, but before I get to that, a quick word about Built Bar. Now, we all love Thanksgiving, all the good food and treats. There's plenty of it to go around, but maybe you want a yummy dessert that isn't so full of calories and sugar. It's the perfect time for Built Bars. Built Bar is the new holiday dessert. You can feast on something delicious and feel good about it. One slice of pie has about 300 calories, and that's on the low end. Most Built Bars are only about 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, plenty of protein. You can replace your coconut cream pie with a coconut Built Bar or a raspberry Built Bar instead of a raspberry pie. Lots of good flavors to replace any Thanksgiving dessert. They're low calorie, low carbs, low fat, high in protein, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. So you can get that, you know, treat type uh, dessert feel after your Thanksgiving meal. Go to build.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you will get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Also, mark your calendars because Black Friday will be a huge event with all sorts of surprises over at Built.com, and you are not going to want to miss it. I want to thank you again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. We're free and available on all podcast platforms as well as on YouTube. And having said that, let's jump into the latest This Week in Hockey with Mayor Zilberberg. How's it going, Mayor? Hey, good. I don't know if we have anything to talk about. Not much is going on in the world of hockey. Not at all. What's what's going on on your Friday morning? Oh, you know, just getting some work done, getting my workout in. It's gotten chilly here in New York, so that's all. Yes, it is uh, chilly up here. I'm rocking, uh, rocking a toque, as you can see. It's toque season for sure. I did that this morning, wore my Leafs toque slash beanie to school drop-off. Leafs, uh, Leafs Bruins tomorrow night. I think it's the That's first time true. in like uh, a while this morning, like 773 days. Yeah, it's been a long time. I believe so. it's the first uh, meeting in the history of our friendship as well, which could be interesting. Yeah, no, that's true. It's our first, and it's, I was thinking this morning, it's a very timely this week in hockey since we are actually, for the first time since I've, we've been doing these, playing each other. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, I actually was looking because there are tickets available for Leafs games these days, which is kind of rare, but... Uh, You're going to try to go? Yeah, I, I thought about it, but it's a little out of my... Uh, a little out of my budget. I could get where I did get a full year of the NHL package plus all baseball games, all some Raptors games. So all of that for a whole year is cheaper than buying two tickets, two tickets to, to the game, one Leafs sure. game, which is. Well, the Leafs play here in two weeks at the new Islander oh, yeah. Stadium if it's open. Um, that, that hasn't opened yet. No, it's supposed to be, and they're supposed to play at it in two weeks. And so I am considering if I want to venture out into Islanders land again for a game. Wait, have they played every game on the road to start the season? Are they yeah. waiting to? Oh, wow. so. Or maybe they started at the Coliseum and then went on the road, but they've been on the road for like. I think they have. Like I don't know if they have. Stretch. They've been on the road. 
Is the new no. rink a lot further than uh, no? It's the, the same. It, no, no, it's the same distance, just in a different direction. Is it? It's closer to the city, though. It is closer to the city. Very yeah. cool. It's closer to the city, and it is like twenty minutes for me. It's not far, so we'll see. I don't know. I'll make a game time decision, if you will. What are the and, uh, What are tickets going for in that? New well, building? that's the other thing. I, if I get face value, they're much pricier than they were at the Coliseum. But if I get mm. them on StubHub, they're not so bad. So we'll see. Yeah, even StubHub was pretty. Uh, well, for Leafs tickets, yeah, in pretty, Toronto. Yeah, I remember one time in college, a buddy of mine and I, we like went downtown on a Saturday night to try to get like scalper tickets. Oh my God. And do they still do that? I don't know. This well, was, that, yeah, that's, you're right. You're old. I'm sorry. aging myself a bit here, but yeah, we even like, we're still trying to go around after the game had started, like almost halfway through the first period. And they were still asking for like yeah. a hundred bucks a pop. So we just ended up. I should check the Leaf schedule for when I'm in Toronto in December and see if there's any games I can get to. There must be, yeah. I'm hoping to go to a game. There's a couple games in Ottawa around the holidays, Bruins, yeah. and they're really cheap look there. Now. Let's see. So I'm excited about that. Anyways, yes, we play each other tomorrow. Who's going to be yeah. in net for the Bruins? It will be uh, Linus Allmark getting the okay. start. Okay. okay. And let's. where are the Bruins and Leafs in the standings as of right now? Both teams the Leafs are ahead of the Bruins. In points or uh, everything? Okay. Let's see okay. Here we Point go again. percentage. Oh, wow. So after last night's win... Oh, the Leafs play Pittsburgh at home on the 29th. And oh, I, last time I saw the Leafs play at Scotiabank, it was Pittsburgh, and it was a shutout. I should go to that game. Hopefully anyways. Sidney Crosby is recovered Ooh, they from play his. Ottawa on the first. Okay, anyway, sorry. Go on. Hopefully In, Sidney okay, Crosby's recovered from his belt with COVID by then. Okay, so Boston to... leads in points percentage. Well, yes, right now Boston sits in fifth in terms of points, tied with Detroit. Two points, no, three points back of Toronto, but they have yes. three games in three hand. Games in so hand. yes, yes, yes. Okay, point percentage, fine. the Bruins are actually second in the Atlantic. Okay. Right now. La la la. Okay. Anyways, it should be a fun game. It should. It should. Yeah. And I'm excited. The Leafs pulled out a win last night in the last. I. It was. It was a pretty unbelievable. It was a good game overall. I felt, but the win was pretty cool because. They were down one nothing for almost the entire game. Mm -hmm. Jack Campbell had like highlight reel saves left and right. And then they scored with 30 seconds left to tie it. And then they won in overtime. Now, I saw that hit on Mitch Marner. Is he yeah, injured yeah. or no? Is I don't fine? believe so. No. Not that I've seen. I mean, he kept playing. Right. He played the rest of the game. I Did they announce that they were going to review it? I think there will be a hearing for that. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll that see. was a pretty uh that was that was a pretty bad hit. That I didn't see hit. it till after, but yeah, it was wasn't gross. Uh, that wasn't was great. Gross. Yes, the NHL Department of Player Safety will hold a hearing with Sergachev about Mitch Marner, but I don't think he's injured. I mean So it should be yeah. uh full full lineup. Nick Ritchie, Andre Kasha, revenge yeah. Game, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, let's see. There will be no Nick Felino in the lineup for the Bruins, so he won't be able to... Is he injured? He is injured, yeah. He mm -hmm. got injured in, like, it. the first game of the season. Oh, that so sucks. So, that's too bad. Yeah. We like but, Nick. Uh, 
I guess one thing we've talked about for a while that finally has some resolution oh, of the yeah, Jack Eichel situation. My God. I mean, Vegas is a good for him because that's mm. a better team than some of the West Coast teams he was in the rumors about. Yeah, for sure. Um, Vegas clearly won that trade. Mm. But, um, I mean, he's free now and can yes. get I think that's that surgery. The bigger, right. The, the bigger win for sure is that Eichel can Definitely. now get the uh, surgery that he wants, surgery he wants for his neck. I can't believe they're actually human beings because I got some replies on Twitter saying like he shouldn't get it. The team owns him. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, it's so murky when it comes to that because like, yeah, there are some, obviously they hold his contractual rights. There's, you know, players aren't, when a guy wants to join the NHL, he's not just like free to play for whoever he wants. Right. The whole draft process and like restrictive free agency and crap like that. But when it comes to like, I get that in terms of owning quote unquote his rights and you can't just play for whoever you want, like in the open job market. But when it comes to like your health. Yeah. Your bodily autonomy. Exactly. Yeah. Like, Although, I mean, it's interesting because the flip side of that is obviously going to be the people who are like, well, then how come they have to get vaccinated? But that's different. Mm. So whatever. Let's not have that. Argument. They don't like have to. There's obviously well, one true. guy who hasn't. That's true. That's true. Um, they don't have to. Yeah. And also it impacts other people in a way that it impacts other people's health or potential health in a way that Jack Eichel getting knee surgery doesn't. Right. Or whatever exactly. it is. Yeah. So, so yeah, but yeah, so uh, resolution to that. Good for him. I'm Welcome glad he's out of the East for sure. The it'll be yeah, good to yeah. not have to play him <laughs> so many times. And yeah, Vegas could be their whole top line right now is injured, but once they are back, it could be a pretty scary. I mean, they're in serious cap hell. And as a Leafs fan, I'm True. familiar with cap hell. And they're yeah, in they're gonna have to make some serious make some moves for sure. But that's their problem, not mine. So um yeah i guess i mentioned COVID earlier that's still a thing i was reminded of that last night with tyler bertuzzi not he's like the only guy who hasn't gotten vaccinated yep and penguins have been hit pretty hard yeah has covid uh crosby their coach so yeah yeah, it's definitely it is still going around it seems like hockey is more of a just because they're like indoors yeah, maybe time. that's it. I know that like where I am in general in life, like numbers are trending down. Mm-hmm. It's not as many people knockwood seem to be catching it. People still are, but not as many. Thankfully, most of the people who do get it aren't as sick, which is a good thing. And and even the players, we see them come like Nathan McKinnon was out on COVID protocol and came back. Like yep. hopefully, you know, it keeps trending in that direction. Mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe that's it. They're indoors, they travel a lot. Yeah. So there's yeah, just yeah. a lot of touch points and protocols are a bit la- not lax but like yeah definitely can, more know, than they were yeah people don't also like is there a requirement that family members get vaccinated or no because like I, i'm not sure i feel like there are a lot of spouses in the nhl who might not be pro vaccine right so that's another way that like like and their kids right as well right so yeah little kids just were approved and a lot of them mm-hmm. have babies i don't know a lot of ways for them to potentially get it and hopefully you know it continues to trend down but also right. when if they do get it they don't get as sick and they can get back to playing 
you see a lot of people like, oh, how can they get it if they're vaccinated? Well, like, people, people still don't get that it's not a cure. <laughs> people for are, are stupid and don't understand how vaccines yeah. work. Like, so... it's still going to happen, but hopefully, yeah, the symptoms are less. It's right. Like, and fewer serious, people get it. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's so, anyways. Anyways, yeah. um, before we get to like the bigger stories, I don't think we've talked about the Kyle Beach stuff. since that all came down but before we get to that i just need to talk for a moment about bet online it's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports they're back and better than ever with a new web interface for the start of basketball and hockey your number one spot for all things football as well you can head over there on your computer or mobile device and sign up today for a free account and receive a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code locked on again, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, all the odds and props that uh, you can find out there and uh, yeah, get that 50% welcome bonus by using promo code locked on. So Chicago Blackhawks, Kyle beach, Brad Aldrich. Um, yeah. I don't think last time we did, this week in hockey, it was before the uh, investigation stuff came out. Mm-hmm. A lot has happened since. Um, first off, like I'm assume you watched the interview, and what were your kind of initial thoughts about Kyle Beach coming out? And I mean, I I tweeted this too. Good for him, but also he never should have had to. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. Like he he shouldn't have to come out and talk about it. He shouldn't have been put in that position, but good for him for having the strength of character and bravery to do that. Mm -hmm. And I I mean, the the heart-wrenching piece of that was how responsible he feels for the younger John Doe who went through this. And, you know, none of that is his fault and none of that is on him. And it's just such an overall failure of the system and and an intentional failure. Like, it's not Mm -hmm. even like, a mistake it's like an intentional failing of these of these young men and i just Mm -hmm. it's so good for him but it's just it's so awful and then the whole nhl freezing out rick westhead from asking questions like yeah this whole thing is gross yeah it's gross i mean yeah unfortunately like you said it it kind of not that he had to reveal himself but like they didn't redact enough in the investigation report to like if you wanted to, you could use the process of elimination and figure out who it was because of the details in right. the in the, in the report. Uh, he still didn't have to come out, but yeah, that interview was like unreal to watch. And yeah, like you mentioned, that part where he apologizes it was heart wrenching because he's the last person who should be apologizing right. in this situation. Right. Everybody yeah. else is trying to avoid accountability. Um, you know. Joel Quenville. That was ridiculous game. that they let him continue to coach yeah. that game. Like, what the hell? Kevin Chevalier off, getting off, basically scot free. Um, <sighs> it's just a mess. I it guess is. they did, you know, X out Brad Aldrich's name from the Stanley Cup, which is like okay. the least they can do. Yeah. But I saw this morning that uh, the NHL. Players Association is voting, or they did vote to uh, approve like an independent investigation. Yeah, good, and they, they should. 
they because, this shouldn't be considered done and over with and handled they should keep no. digging and keep looking yeah kyle beach deserves that everyone deserves that yeah and i just i'm i'm frustrated and and disappointed in the way some of the blackhawks players and former players oh, for sure yeah. have handled this you know yeah, i was yeah. a jonathan tate fan i i like the guy Mm -hmm. I can't. I just can't at this point. Like yeah. the way he's talked about it, the way he's talked about the people involved, and the way that like so many of them just like apparently Duncan Keith just full on declined to participate. Yeah, like, yeah, he's like, yeah. It's ridiculous. Really it's ridiculous. Yeah. This was a teammate. You are humans. This is mm -hmm. a decade ago. You've had like lots of people saying, well, he they were young, they were still kids too. Okay, but that was 10 years ago. And then there was a whole investigation you didn't cooperate with. Exactly. Yeah. There's no excuse at this point. You know, None. the thing that gets me is that like, yeah, it's been we've known about this for like a few months. It's been a couple weeks. And it's like now people are just trying to quickly move on or whatever. Yeah, but no, no way. Kyle Beach has been living with this for 11 years. Like, yeah. it's insane yeah. to think about that. Yeah. And the thing Speaking that gets of me sexual like, assault, sorry, go on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was going to say, talk about Barstool. Well, I was going to just go back to like Rick Westhead and yeah, uh, yeah. all that. Like I saw the Professional Hockey Writers Association like put out this big statement about how, uh, you know, the NHL didn't go to him for a question during the Gary Bettman presser. Yeah, yeah that's what I was saying before. But it's like. At the same time, it's it, to me it was very telling that it was a non P whatever HWA reporter that broke the story in the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, You're right. How but did not a lot of the nobody writers are part, No, they're part of the same closed door, you know, batten down the hatches, toe the yeah. line culture because they want their access for the you know, and exactly. So like yeah, it's good that they had his back, but at the same time, yeah, I'm not giving anybody credit for no, like you don't get following up for, on the story right. now and writing. Right. You don't get cookies for jumping on the the coattails. Mm -hmm. Exactly, for riding the waves when Anyways, you ignored it to begin with. Yeah, I hope it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't go away anytime soon, and that people are yeah held accountable. There should still be changes in the PA in the league, even. It's just, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, this should just be the beginning, I think, of absolutely, and hopefully the beginning of the end for Kyle Beach as he kind of gets yeah, uh, move on, yeah, yeah, for sure. What else is going on in the world? Well, of... Speaking of sexual assault, yes, Portnoy yes. is in some hot water. Mm -hmm. Yep, I, I tweeted what, yesterday. Is this, is this the end of him? Like, what do we think? I don't think, don't so. think so, I don't know. I tweeted yesterday that like, yeah, I have no, I've never really consumed that website. I have no. never been a fan of the brand, the hockey podcast I've never listened to. And that, you know, probably alienates a lot of people who perhaps listen to this podcast since it's like a Boston based company, but you know, it goes against what I've tried to make this podcast into which is like in, more inclusive and and things like that so yeah i, I don't, I don't know if, if this is where this is gonna go this is definitely i mean he posted one of his infamous like face-to-face -face videos yesterday yeah. and i watched a couple minutes of it out of curiosity 
And I mean, he definitely realizes that this is like legit and not like some mm. of the stuff that they've been able to get above in the past. Right. Um, but I don't know. I wonder. I wonder with everything going on, like, is this going to lead? I wonder if, if there's enough pressure from fans and even some players or whoever, if this leads to like a, an official um, distancing of NHL and its players from Barcelona. You'd like to see that for sure. Yeah. I know yeah. I was disappointed yesterday that like in the Bruins posted like a video leading into the last night's game and Charlie McAvoy was wearing like a barstool hoodie. Yeah. So that was like disappointing. I don't know if it was filmed before or after, but, and then even, yeah, going back to Jack Eichel, like he had like an exclusive interview. Oh yeah. I mean, so many, so many. Yeah. Every, every favorite player you can think of is probably at some point or another done something with either barstool or spit and chiclets or whatever. So I don't know. I don't know. I have to see where that goes. Yeah. But something I'm watching also. For sure. This has been Um, super uplifting and positive today, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What's a a good story we can end on? I don't know. Um, I mean, circle back to Bruins and Leafs tomorrow. It's the rivalry, you know. Yep. Yeah, I'm excited about that for sure. It should be a good game. It should be fun. I think the I energy know. at SBA will be uh, – it's in Toronto, right? Yeah, that's where we talked about yeah. before. I think the yeah, energy sure. will be uh, pretty good Saturday night hockey. It was smart yeah, to – I wonder if I'll get the game. I don't think I'm don't think i blacked out from Bruins games in New York. Mm, I would hope not. I hope not. I don't know too. if you saw last night. Uh, there was like – there's a picture of it going around. I think Gord Miller tweeted it this morning about the – there's like this fan behind the bench who's like, Full ass crack. Was yeah, yeah, money. yeah, yeah. I did see a picture because I tweeted about my own superstition and which has to do with pants and hockey, and someone replied mm. with that picture. I was trying to make fart guy a new thing. Fart guy is a new dirt guy. Get it? Okay. His butt crack was showing. Yeah, no, I, I get the joke. Thanks, Ian. Okay. <laughs> uh, what else is going on this weekend, Mary? Any big plans? You don't need to explain your humor to me. Um, no, not really. For the first time in a while, no big plans this weekend. We had a fun Halloween. How about you? Yeah, it was pretty good. It was nice and warm. Yeah, Our, it was gorgeous uh, out. Middle boy had like a pillowcase full of candy that he's still oh working on. Oh, my God. Up. And um, yeah. and you got a yeah. cat. Have you talked about Bessie yet on the pod? I've mentioned she has definitely made a odd audio appearance on the podcast. Has she? Hanging around. <laughs> very She's sweet. Very cute. Uh, Have you told the podcast who named Bessie? Well, I wouldn't say you named her. It was a name that we were bandying uh-huh. about. Uh-huh, sure. As a cow What are name. names that have to do with cows there? <laughs> it was definitely uh, a name that came up around the house as well. Okay, fine. I gave cow, girl cow names a quick goog, and Bessie comes up right away. Yeah, okay, fine, whatever. I named Bessie. Now, uh, <laughs> important question. Are you caught up on succession? No, I'm um, behind one episode. I asked you to get... You did, and, but unfortunately, my evening schedule isn't determined by you, Ian. It's determined by my children going to sleep. Unreal. Priorities. <laughs> Anyways, the... We'll probably watch tonight. The newest episode was, yeah, definitely my favorite. Yeah, the that's so... We'll watch tonight, and, and uh, yes, there no, was a I'm... good... Uh, I won't spoil anything, but there was yeah, a very thanks. good uh, musical number in there. Not a musical number, but music. Like a montage? 
not a montage, but music is played that is, uh, yeah. That you liked the cool. score of the episode? Is that what you're trying to say? Like, no. I don't understand. In the episode, a song <laughs> is played that brought me back to my teenage years. Oh, so like something from the 60s, some classic rock? Oh, hilarious. <laughs> do you want, you don't watch Yellowstone, do you? No, you've talked oh about Yellowstone. You have to watch. I know, that but show. the episodes are long. It doesn't I'm, matter. They're no, they're no longer I'm than patient. They're no longer than Succession. Yeah, and I'm behind on Succession. You're yelling at me. I don't want to get yelled at about another show. Season four <laughs> begins on Sunday. Season three, huge cliffhanger, and I cannot wait to see what happens. Probably cool. those two shows are like the best current shows. For me, I think. Well, Ozark comes back in January, doesn't it? Is that that's true? Back? Ozark comes back. We love Ozark. That is true. I'm going to be watching. Cobra Kai um, comes back soon. Cobra Kai. There's a new season of Narcos that just dropped today that I'm excited about. You watch so much TV. How? How I know. You, watch um, TV? you have three children. Yeah, but <laughs> Do you they. Just ignore them? Like... No, they <laughs> occupy themselves pretty well. <laughs> just... I never watched an watch, episode um, of. I never watch TV until they're sleeping. We're watching the Spider-Man movies, the boys and I. Oh, we're, yeah, we've seen all those. Started number two. But they like after dinner, before bedtime, they're off playing So Fortnite are mine. I guess I could watch TV then. I try to sneak in a show or two. That at makes that sense. Point. And maybe. then afterwards. Huh. Okay. Well, your kids are older than mine too. Let's see. That maybe. is true. We'll and see. one of them goes to bed at like seven. So I can't believe he still does that. That is, I, I need to know your tricks because my nice. youngest is not asleep till like nine thirty these days. That's very nice. Well, um, is there anything else you wanted to add? Anything you wanted to plug? Are you back to writing for? Ah, uh, occasionally or? I've written a couple things. I did a pregame. I've done some player stuff at TLN uh, DC on Twitter, the Leafs Nation. Weren't you guys doing a podcast? There is. There's a weekly podcast on Mondays. I've been on maybe three or four times. Um, Mondays are hard for me because I work, but I try to hop in when I can. But yes, there is a weekly podcast talking about the Leafs. If anyone listening to a Bruins podcast is interested. Probably not. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Um, that's really it. That's all. You know, that's all, folks. Well, Leafs Bruins on Saturday. I'll be uh, tweeting about it for sure. So, so follow along. At Locked NHL Bruins or at ENC McLaren. I'll probably post a YouTube video up afterwards as well. To, and I'm um, sure that Ian and I will celebrate. be each other on Twitter during the game. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so. for sure. Either that or I'll be posting our WhatsApp conversations for everyone to see. True, true, true. Well, thanks, Mayor, for jumping on. A couple heavier topics this week, but let's just uh, – how hockey works sometimes. Sometimes you got to deal with it all. Yep. Can't ignore it. Well, have a good weekend and we will uh, record it again in a fortnight. See you then. All right. Thanks, Mayor.